the wake up call he collapsed right in the middle of a packed courtroom he was one of this country's most distinguished trial lawyers he was also a man who was well known for the 3000 dollar italian suits that draped his well fed frame as for his remarkable strings of legal victories i simply stood there paralyzed by the shock what i had just witnessed the great julian mental had just reduced to a victim and was now squimbering on the ground like a helpless infant shaking and shriving and sweating like a maniac everything seemed to move in slow motion from that point on my god julian's in trouble his paralegal screamed emotionally offering us a blinding glimpse of the obvious the judge looked panic stricken and quickly muttered something into the private phone she had had installed the event of an emergency as for me i had only stand there dazed and confused please don't die you old fool it's too early for you to check out you don't deserve to die like this the bailiff who earlier had looked as if he had been inblamed in his standing position leapt into the action and started to perform cpr on the fallen legal superhero the paralegal was at the side her long blonde curls dangling over the julian's ruby red face offering him soft words of comfort words that he obviously could not hear i had known julian for 17 years we had first met i was a young law student hired by one of his partners at a summer research interim back then he had it all he was a brilliant handsome and fearless trial attorney with all dreams of greatness julian was the frames young star the rainmaker of the waiting i can still remember walking by his legal corner office while i was working late one night and stealing a glimpse of a framed quotations preached on his massive oak desk it was winston churchill and it spoke volumes about the man that julian was sure i am there that this day we masters our fate that the task which has been set before us is not above our strength that it pangs and toils are not beyond my endurance as long as we have faith in our own cause and unconquerable will win victory will not denied us julian also wagged his talk he was tough hard driving and willing to work 18 hour days for success he believed was his destiny i heard through the grapevine that his grandfather had been prominent senator and his father is highly respected judge in the federal court it was obvious that he came from money and that there would enormous expectations waiting in his armani clad shoulders i will admit on these things uh, though he ran on his own race he was determined to do things his own way and he loved to put on a show
Julian's outrageous courtroom theatrics regularly made in front page of the newspaper. The rich and famous flocked to his side whenever they need a superb legal tactician with an aggressive edge. His extracurricular activities were probably well known. Late night visit in the city's finest restaurants with sexy young fashion models or reckless drinking escapes with the rowdy band of brokers he called his demolition team uh, be- became the stuff of legend of the free. I still can't figure out why he picked me for to work with him on the sensational murder case he was to argue the first summer. Though I graduated from Harvard Law School, his matter, I certainly wasn't the brightest in dream at the free, and my family pedigree reflected no blue blood. My father spent his whole life as a security guard with a local bank after a stint in the Marines. My mother grew up unceremoniously in Bronx. Yet he did pick me over all the others who had been quietly lobbying him for the, for the privilege of being his legal gopher on what became known as the mother of all murder trials. He said he liked my hunger. We won, of course, the business executive who had been charged with brutally killing his wife was now free man, or as free as his cluttered conscience would let him be. My own education that summer was a rich one. It was far more than a lesson on how to raise reasonable doubt where none existed. Any lawyer worth his salt could do that. This was a lesson in psychology of winning and rare opportunity to watch a master in action. I soaked it up like a sponge. At Julian's invitation, I stayed on the frames as an associate and lasting friendship quickly developed between us. I will admit that he wasn't the easiest lawyer to work with. Serving as his junior was often an exercise in frustration leading to more than a few late night shouting matches. It was truly his way or the highway. This man could never be wrong. However, beneath his crusty exterior was a person who clearly cared about the other people. No matter how busy he was, he would always ask about Jenny, the woman I still call my bride. Even though we were married before I went to law school, on finding out from another summer in dream that I was in financial sequence, Julian arranged for me to receive a generous scholarship. Sure, he could play hardball with the best of them and sure, he loved to have a wild time, but he never neglected his friends. The real problem with Julian was obsession with work. For the first few years, he justified his long hours by saying that he was doing it for the good of the free and that he planned take a month off and go to Canmans. 
next winter for sure as the time passed however julian's reputation for brilliance spread and his workload continued to increase the cases just kept on getting bigger and better and julian never went to back down from a good challenge continued to push himself harder and harder in his rare moments of quiet he confided that he could no longer sleep for more than a couple of hours without waking up feeling guilty that he was not working on file it soon became clear to me that he was being consumed by hunger for more more prestige more glory and more money as expected julian became enormously successful he achieved everything most people could ever want a stellar professional reputation with an income of in seven figures a spectacular mansion in the neighborhood favored by celebrities a private jet a summer home in the tropical island and his prized possession a shiny red ferrari parked in the center of his driveway yet i knew that the things were not as idealistic as they appeared on the surface i observed the signs of impending doom not because i was so much more perspective than the other at the frame but simply because i spent most of the time with the man we were always together because we were always at work things never seemed to slow down there was always another blockbuster case in the horizon that was bigger than the last no amount of preparation was ever uh, enough for julian what would ha- happen if the judge brought up his question of or the question god forbid what would happen if our research was less than perfect what would happen if he surprised in the middle of a packed courtroom looking like a deer caught in glare of an intruding pair of headlights so we pushed ourselves to the limit and i got shocked into his little work center world as well there we were two slaves to the clock toiling away on the 64th floor of some steel and glass monolith while most uh, sane people were at home with their families thinking we had the world by the tail blinded by illusory version of success the more time i spent with julian the more i could see that he was driving himself deeper into the ground it was as if he had some kind of death wish nothing ever satisfied him eventually his marriage marriage failed uh, he is no longer spoke with his father and though he had uh, every material possession anyone could want he still had uh, not found whatever it was that he was looking for it showed emotionally physically and spiritually at 53 years of age julian looked as as if he was in his late 70s his face was a mass of wrinkles a less than glorious tribute to the take no prisoners approach to the life in general and the tremendous stress 
or his uh, out of the balanced lifestyle in particular the late night dinner in expensive french restaurants smoking thick cuban cigars and drinking cognac and after cognac had left him embarrassingly overweight he constantly complained that he was sick and tired of being sick and tired he has lost his sense of humor and never seemed to laugh anymore julian's once enthusiastic nature had been replaced by a deathly soberness personality i personally i think that his life has lost his all purpose perhaps the saddest thing was that he had also lost his focus in the court room where he would once dazzle all uh, all those present with an equivalent and ear tight closing argument he now droned on for hours rambling about obscure cases that had little or no bearing on the matter before the court where uh, once uh, we would re- react gracefully to the objections of the opposite counsel he now displayed a biting scarcism that severely tested the impatience judge who had earlier viewed him as a legal genius he simply put julian's spark of his life as begin to flicker it wasn't just the strain of his uh, frenetic pace that was marking him for an early grave i sensed it went far deeper it seemed to be a spiritual thing almost every day he would tell me that he felt no passion for what he was doing and was in- involved by emptiness julian said that as a young lawyer he loved the law even though he was initially push- pushed into it by the social agenda of his family the law complexities and intellectual challenge had kept him spellbound and full of energy its power to effort social change and inspired motivated him back then he was more than just uh, some rich kid from connecticut he really saw himself as a force for good an instrument for social improvement who could use his obvious gift to help others that vision gave his life meaning it gave him a purpose and it fueled his hopes there was even more to julian's undoing than a rusty connection to what he did for a living he had suffered some great tragedy before i had joined the free something truly unspeakable had happened to him according to one of the senior partners but i couldn't get any one to open up about it even old man harding the notoriously loose lived managing partner who spent more time in the bar of the ritz carlton than in his embarrassingly large office said that he was sworn to secrecy whatever this deep dark secret was i had a suspicion that it in some way was contributing julian's downward spiritual sure i was curious but most of all i wanted to help him i was not only my he was not only my mentor he was my best friend 
and then it happened that massive heart attack that brought the brilliant brilliant uh, julian's mental back down to the earth and reconnected him to his mortality right in the middle of the courtroom 7 on the mor- monday morning the same courtroom where we had won the mother of all murder trials